must not have been paying attention. I stepped right on in it, didn't even notice how deep I was. I went from the ground to the top of the cloud. And now as I look down, I see where I fell into your arms now. I Y'all, what's with this echoing? Okay, um, sorry about that, y'all. Um, playing a little tunes, okay? I just want to let you guys know I do not own the copyrights to any of these songs. That was from Pandora. It is Love All Over Me um, by Monica. And it is a classic, to say the least. Like, um that listen i almost forgot to go over my recorded time <laughs> of 30 minutes because i'm sorry not 30 minutes uh 30 seconds because i was like jamming out to that i was like monica go off <laughs> um hey y'all i know i haven't um tapped in in probably about like two to three weeks maybe um it was yeah it's probably been about three weeks because i know like the holiday season um what is let me look at my calendar yeah so one two yeah about three weeks because after the holiday i just got lost and things were going on like you know spending time with family and stuff like that nothing crazy and i just you know was taking a break from doing the podcast a little bit but i am back i am back and i will be making an episode every week um like i said i would be um, so I just got done, um, hosting an episode of a man, say man, um, podcast on clubhouse. Um, it happens every single Friday, um, at seven, I'm sorry, sorry, at 8am central time. Um, please look up the other times based off of 8pm. 8, 8 Did I say 8am? 8pm 8 y'all. My goodness. 8pm central time. Um, so look up where it is. I think one of the guys said, if you're in Alaska, it's five. So look it up to see what the time is. Um, look up clubhouse, look up a man, say man. Um, so it's a Y E and then say, and then M A N E, a man, say man. You heard what I said. <laughs> Y'all I'm so like all over the place. Okay. Um, but anyways, the topic that we were talking about, and I like to head over to my platform and kind of talk about it in depth, okay? So um, we were talking about childhood behavior, old versus new school parenting, right? And um, we were talking about that. And, you know, I was sitting down with one of my elders one of these um, days, and I was saying, like, back in the day, right, your parents used to tell you, like, oh, suck it up, get over it, don't ask me why, do what I said, or you'd be like, why, mom? And they'd be like, I said so. You know, we had that kind of generation, right? And then the newer generation is like, I identify as a dog, you know, or you're not the boss of me. I'm the boss of me or parents are wanting to be friends with their kids. And I was like, what is it that we could intermingle new school generation of parenting and old school generation of parenting to really create a new generation, right? And what I was saying by that was, 
my daughter is not identifying as a dog. I'm sorry. Like if, you know, and I've always told you guys that this is not the podcast for you if you get easily offended because I'm done tiptoeing around things and people get offended by everything. You say purple and they're like, oh my gosh, like I remember, you know, something crazy, you know? And my daughter is not identifying as that. You are a human being. You are not a dog. You can like dogs and you could want to have a puppy. I'm okay with that. But as far as you identifying as a dog, you're not a dog. And I'm not going to be the mom that's going to be like, oh, I let my kid to express himself. Express yourself with paint. Express yourself with the violin, the piano. Express yourself in football. Express yourself that way. But you're not about to express yourself and say that you're a dog because then there's there's no limitations anymore. You get what I'm saying? And, you know, old school parenting, like we were talking about on the podcast, you know, kids had a separate table that they ate at. They didn't even eat at the adult table. They had a little kid's table. Um, kids weren't allowed to be in adult conversations. They had to be in a whole other room. Kids weren't allowed to watch sex scenes. I Like, you know, my, uh, my counterpart was talking about, like, you know, you had to cover your eyes. You know what I'm saying? There, there's like so many things that, like, as children, we weren't exposed to, you know, that now I feel like children don't have a filter. There is no filter on what kids are allowed to and not allowed to see. And I think there should be. You know what I'm saying? And we brought up the topic of Wade. And, you know, listen, you know, when my child is born, my child is either a male or a female. That is it. You get what I'm saying? So we're not going to identify you as anything else. When, if you are 12 or however old you are, right, and you come to me and you say, Mom, I think I like boys right? And you're a boy, right? I'm not going to do like back in the old generation. I'm going to kick you out, call you all these kind of names and set in the third. I feel like at that point as a parent, it's time to reevaluate what is your child watching? What is your child doing? Who is your child interacting with? And why is my kid who has never been exposed to any kind of thing like that coming to me and telling me that they like boys? You get what I'm saying? And I feel like you know, you know, back in the day, they used to take you to church and try to do like some kind of exorcism on you. And, you know, looking now that I know what I know about like b- about faith and stuff like that, I see why, because um, that is a negative spirit that's inside of you. Right. God created a man and a woman. Uh, a woman cannot pre- repercur. Oh, my gosh. I messed it up last time. Re- re- reproduce. That's her. <laughs> I was trying to say procreate. <laughs> but I'm putting re with it. A woman cannot procreate without a man and a man can't procreate without a woman, right? That That's just facts. Don't come for me for that. That is literal fact. A man and a man cannot have a baby and a woman and a woman cannot have a baby. Like that is facts. And anybody that wants to argue that, let's go because please show me where that's possible, right? It's not. You know what I'm saying? And l- what you want to do with yourself after you turn 18, that's between you and God. You know what I'm saying? If you feel like you want to go freaking be in a relationship with lollipops, go have at it. You know what I'm saying? Do whatever you want to do at that point. You know what I'm saying? But as a child, underneath my care, in my house, no. I am all here for boys going to the salon and getting pedicures, getting um, their, their nails groomed. But I am not here for my son to be painting his nails pink, painting his nails green, painting his nails, period. And, you know, moms will come in and they'll be like, oh, you know, I think it's cool for my son to express himself. Express yourself with Legos. 
express yourself with, I don't know, in the sand. Express yourself any other way besides little boys do not get paint on their fingers. That is something for girls. Like, why now are we not drawing the line at what is what and what is not? And we're allowing people, um, well, not let me not say people, because like I said, as a grown adult who is able to make conscious decisions, cool. You know what I'm saying? That's on you, whatever you decide to do, right? But I'm talking about children. And any person that's going to agree that a child from the, from a newborn age all the way till 18 is able to make any kind of decision. They're not even able to get alcohol. They're not able to have a credit card. They're not able to do anything else at the age of 18 and under that you're allowed, you're allowing your child to make a decision on what they are gender wise. No, I'm sorry. No, actually I'm not sorry. (laughs) Um, because no, my child is not going to decide what they are at that age. You get what I'm saying? Like that's not happening. And I feel like we need to start doing more to pay attention to our children. I like watching cartoons like Peppa Pig, where they introduce a mom into the cartoon or watching, um, the proud family now where they have gay influencers in there, like in children. It, like I said, it's one thing, have it in the adult shows, whatever, you know what I'm saying? But in children's content, why are we talking about gender in a, ch- in a children's show? Why aren't we talking about shapes and numbers and apples and oranges and how to spell and how to, you know, I don't know, anything educational purposes. How does a child learning their body parts and learning gender should be left up to the responsibility of a TV show? Okay, the birds and the beads talk is a talk that I feel like I want to personally have with my child. Not I don't want Peppa Pig teaching my child how to have that conversation. And we as parents are not watching what our kids are watching. Because, you know, you're at the nail salon and you're just handing your child a tablet. And your child's just watching whatever. These tablets are teaching our children. The social media is teaching our children. And like I was telling the guys, I was like, you know, you got Cardi B saying wop this and wop that. And, you know, and I'm not holding her responsible because she's an entertainer and that's what she does. But she's an adult entertainer. She's not an entertainer for children. Okay. And children don't need to be listening to that kind of songs. What happened to parents when their kids are in the car listening to kid-appropriate music? And then when you're by yourself, ball out. You want to listen to, you know, wobble that, gobble that. Cool. Do your thing. You're a grown woman, grown man. But why are we listening to those things as our child is in the car? And now you're teaching your kid that it's okay to say these things. You're teaching your kid it's okay to sexualize her body. You're teaching your kid it's okay to not cook and clean to get a ring, which, you know, is absurd because Cardi B, you know, cooks and cleans and she's got a ring, you know. Stop letting people influence our children. And I feel like that's where the line is like drawn is at children. And that's why you know, the things are so big and so huge right now about Balenciaga because it's like, why out of all the things that you guys can use on an ad cover, why are we using children? Okay. Why are we using children on an ad cover 
for a pretty much adult clothing line. Okay? Pretty much adult clothing line. Um, now I'm not going to say I'm not really familiar with Balenciaga. I don't purchase things from Balenciaga, um, because it's just, I cannot justify spending X amount of dollars on one piece of item. Even if I had the money, um, knowing what I know now, absolutely not. I would not spend that on that. (laughs) No. Um, maybe, maybe a couple years ago when I was a little bit uneducated and I had the money, maybe. But um, clothes, you know, they don't make the person. The person makes the clothes. So that kind of stuff, I can't see myself doing. If I've got, you know, $1,200 to $1,500, I'm going to go do an actual investment with it besides buying a pair of shoes that within a year or two, I'm probably going to be over or they're going to be dirty or they're not even going to be interesting anymore and I'm going to get rid of them. And that was literally $1,200 to $1,500 that I now no longer have, right? Now, but... Y'all, like I was telling them, at what point do we start taking back the control of our children? At what point do we, you know what I'm saying? Say, hey, you know, you shouldn't be watching that. You know, you're a young girl. You shouldn't be dressing that way. Why is a young girl dressing just like an adult? You know what I'm saying? Why is half of your midriff and your stomach sticking out and you're walking around with booty shorts on? That's not like in my household, that is not happening. You're going to put on a an appropriate shirt and appropriate pants and that's we're not doing that you know what i'm saying and nowadays you know parents want to be friends with their kids and the kids are running the parents and and y'all kids love discipline kids love discipline and some kind of structure in their life some kind of consistency in their life and there's just certain things that i don't feel like kids should be exposed to and that's just it's just facts. <clears throat> Sorry, y'all. Oh my gosh, I had a cough. Hold on, let me take a sip. Mm. Okay, but so we were talking about that. Um, we reminisced on childhood. And I was kind of talking about like, you know, different things that happened in my childhood, um, different things that I experienced and how those things, right, affected my adulthood today, right? And as an adult today, um, you know, I, I wish there were certain things that I could have learned differently. And it's not that I would say I would want to go back and like change or fix anything because now learning that whatever path you go on, God took you specifically on that path for a reason. And, and it was what it was. Um, now, some things, give or take, we probably weren't supposed to go down the route of um, but since he knows all here, he knew we we're going to go down that route. And, you know, that's just is what it is. But um, I do wish that, you know, communication was something that my my parents kind of instilled in me better. Um, I do wish financial literacy was something better that they instilled in me. Um, I, I do wish wish um, affection um, was something that they that they kind of instilled in me more um, love, you know, what I'm saying self love their love. You know what I mean? Um, I, I feel that way. I feel that those are things that would have stopped me from doing the things that I did do in my, um, more so like teenage to adult. Well, I wouldn't even say teenage. I would say more adult life. Um, and th- there are things that I want to instill in my child. 
I'm not saying that my kid's going to be the perfect brightest star, right? My kid's going to want to go on experiment because that's what we all did. But I want to give my kid the knowledge, the research and the discernment and the confidence to come to me as a parent and ask my kid, I'm ask my kid, ask me anything, right? I want my kid that if he goes out and he saw some friends smoking weed, he would come to me and be like, mom, like I saw this, that, and the third, like, what is that? What is that about? You know, this, that, and the third. And, you know, I'll explain it to them. You know what I'm saying? And what you do after that, whether you want to allow your kid to experiment that with you, uh, which I, I do feel like there's a line between the two. You can still, uh, how can I say this? You can still um, experience things with your child, by st- but still having that authority. You get what I'm saying? So I'm not going to sit around and drink drinks with my kid and, you know, woo, you know what I'm saying? And you can do whatever you want to do and you not respect me because at the end of the day, I am still your mom and you're still going to listen to me. You're still going to respect me, right? <clears throat> but I would say I could be sitting around drinking some wine and my child, you know, age is everything. So if my eight-year-old comes up to me, I'm not allowing my eight-year-old you know what I'm saying, to sip on some wine because what do you need to do that for? You know what I'm saying? When you learn the, ta- the the age, I was about to say tax bracket, learn the age bracket of your child, right? So you're a freshman uh, through high, through freshman, senior, uh, freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, cool, you, that age range, yes, um, because that's the age range that you're going to start experimenting and drinking and doing things anyways, right? So if I give you, you know, you can drink some wine, you can sip on some of that, you know, this, that, and the third. Therefore, you can taste it. And nine times out of 10, I mean, alcohol is not enjoyable. Like we have made it something that is, alcohol is disgusting. I'm sorry. Like, you know what I mean? And and even like, um, even like wine, I mean, for wine, I need sweet wine. I cannot sit there and just drink regular bitter wine. And maybe some people can, and maybe those are the alcoholics. I don't know. <laughs> I digress on that. But, um, <clears throat> excuse me, y'all. Um, yeah. So tequila, like any of the alcohol does not taste good. Like it is disgusting. And you created some kind of like tolerance to it for it to like it. Right. So, you know, who's no, your kid may not even like it or anything like that. You know, I'll let my kid, you know, maybe take a shot, uh, maybe a shot or two in high school, let them see how they feel, how it makes them feel. They may not even want to experiment with it. You know what I'm saying? I would, I would want all of that to happen at the house. But at the end of the day, I am still your mom. Do not go in any of my stash. Do not disrespect me. You have a level of respect to come to me and ask me, anything that you need to ask me, you're not having parties over at the house. You guys are not having, you know, kids over there drinking under the influence, any of that, you know what I'm saying? You're my child. So you're in my household. So that's something that me and you can do, but you're not bringing your friends over. And then that's something that they know that's not happening. You get what I'm saying? So there is a level of respect to stuff. If my kid wanted to experiment weed, I'm not completely, totally against weed. Um, I do not feel like we should be smoking it. Okay. Um, God did give us every herb 
on the planet on the on the earth and you know and we're not supposed to be smoking the herb um once you put fire to an herb or to anything for that matter it changes the consistency of it right so um i do believe that um mj does have good benefits to it um just like anything it should be done in moderation right um so you know there's just different ways that i would teach my kid and i would give them the understanding to the things that they're doing, right? Give them a little backstory to it just so they know and they know how to be, you know, responsible. We can still do that. We can still have that new school feel of explaining stuff to our kids and, you know, making sure that they have responsibility of certain stuff and still having old school ways and putting down the hammer and letting our kids know I am the authority. I am your parent. You are not going to talk to me any kind of way. I carried you for nine months. And, I, and, I, and I'm not putting that out there to say that because I don't think, you know, uh, my mom never really said that, but I have heard parents are like, I carried you for nine months. Like, listen, lady, I didn't ask to be here. I appreciate that you carried me for those nine months and I'm glad that I'm here, but don't keep putting that as a, a, a quote unquote burden or like a response like a like a responsibility on me that you had me you know what I mean so that's not something that I kind of want to say but I am your mom <laughs> so you know what I'm saying you you will listen to me especially if you're underneath my roof and that's that's how it was back in the day once you turn 18 and I am not forcing you to move out I am not strict on you you know, my relationship with my parents changed once I became an adult. Now, me living with my parents at 18 versus me living with my parents at 27, it was a different relationship. You know what I'm saying? I was able to sip on wine and I was able to, you know, have a little different thing because I, at 27, I was grown. You know what I'm saying? And I don't disrespect my parents or anything like that, but we had a different relationship. Me being 27 and my little brother, let me see let me say like 25, right? 25. I'm bad at math, y'all. 25 minus seven, right? My little brother was 18, right? Uh, me being 25 and him being 18, we had different, we had different rules. You know what I'm saying? I'm 25 years old. I'm working. I got a car, paying all my, my bills and stuff like that. We had a different relationship. Once I got to be 27, you know what I'm saying? Now, uh, I think now I'm 28. My little brother's 21. And it might, and I think it's a little different now. He's allowed to have his girlfriend over and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like things are like a lot different. I don't think his girlfriend, maybe now, but before she wasn't allowed to spend the night where my person, which I never really brought anybody over to my parents' house, except for my boyfriend that I'm with now. Um, but he was allowed to stay the night, but my little brother wasn't allowed to let his person stay the night. It's, it's just little different things that you have to implement on the child based off of their age. And it's not about like, oh, that's not fair. You know what I'm saying? When your sister was 16 years old or when your brother was 16 years old, they followed the same exact rules and you're going to follow the same exact rules as well, you know? So um, we got into that and um, we also were talking about like, do you think that the things that you learned back in the day in your childhood affected the things that you do now? And absolutely, absolutely. You know, uh, one of my counterparts he brought up about, you know, his parents divorcing and him seeing that, like, you know what I'm saying? I do think that when a child goes through a divorce, you know, there should be ample communication through that because, you know, you don't want the child to think like, did I have something to do with it? The reason why mom and dad broke up? No. You know what I'm saying? Things need to be talked about. Things need to be discussed. We need to stop 
being in this era where we're sweeping things under the rug, we're allowing kids to raise themselves, we're allowing kids to say and do whatever they want to do. And we as parents are not taking the reins and controlling the situation as we're supposed to. Um, These are topics that we need to have. They're uncomfortable topics. People feel offended. Like, oh, don't tell me how to raise my child. Oh, I don't believe in discipline. I don't believe in this. I don't believe in that. But a a child at four years old tapping them on the leg, the thigh, or the hand, that's not, that's not, um, what's it called? I'm trying to say. That's not um, abuse. It's discipline. Learn the difference. You know what I'm saying? It's disciplining your child that that's just like you have a puppy you have a puppy he pees all over the floor you're gonna spank him you know what i'm saying you have to train a dog if not the dog is gonna do whatever it wants to do it's the same thing with a child you have to train a child to listen to you as a parent if not the child is gonna do whatever it he or she wants to do and that's just literally what it is (laughs) And why, I don't know why right now I'm like getting these little like <clears throat> pieces of stuff stuck in my throat, man. Um, but anyways, y'all, we're going to wrap it up because I can't stop coughing right now. <clears throat> but um, we need to do better, y'all. We need to do better as people. We need to do better. We got to. And the time is now to work on ourselves um, and to just do better. We got to do better. We have got to do better. Like, we cannot continue to keep doing the same things that we've been doing. We have got to get better. There's no other explanation for it. Um, if you are a parent listening to this, I advise you to stop being, not stop, start. Start being more involved in your child's life. Start seeing what the friends your child hangs out. Start looking at the social media they're on. Just start being more of a parent. We now are caught up in working and we're not caught up in our children's lives and nothing is more beneficial than seeing your child grow up. You're going to miss those times and look back and be like, wow, I wish I would have would have been really more like, you know, more active in their life than I was. You know what I'm saying? And it starts now. You can start now. You can start now. Your kid is your kid is eight. Your kid is 13. Your kid is 18. Your kid is 22. Your kid is 25. You can start now and, and make a difference. Well, I'm talking about my generation because I'm 28, so our kids shouldn't be 25 or even 16 for that matter. So let me break it down. (laughs) But for my generation, people who are 28, we are able to start now with our kids and turn it around and make a difference and do something different. I love y'all so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Please don't forget to go follow the podcast that I was on today. Um, that kind of reiterated the topic a little bit more. Don't forget to like and subscribe to this channel, to this podcast, y'all. Please continue to share it. I love y'all. Take care and have a blessed day.